Okay, yeah, so we were uh, discussing last time, we were at the end of Parak Aleph, we ended up Parak Aleph last time, and we began discussing Parak Beis. And what the Baltani told us at the end of Parak Aleph is that every single Yid, there's two Neshamas, that's really how he began, really Sefer Tanya, it began with all the questions, and then he began, Ach Bira Inyan, Every single Yid, every Yid is two Neshamas, and he explained to us that there's a big difference between the Neshamas of the Nefesh Abahami of a Yid, and the Nefesh Abahami of a Goy. The Nefesh Abahami of a Goy comes from what he called Gimel Klippas Atmeis, comes from the place which is called the Gimel, the Gimel Klippas Atmeis, it's, it's connected to the world of impurity, and that's why even when a Goy does something which seems to be chesed, seems to be doing something which is altruistic, the truth is, it's really selfish, right? We said the highest level of you know, selfless giving that, that you know, a guy can get to is that I'm giving in order to make myself not feel so bad about the fact that I've, you know, you walk, you're walking down the, down the road and you see a homeless person with a little baby sitting on her lap, a you know, homeless 30-year-old lady with a lap, so uh, sitting with a baby on her lap. So it hurts you to see the person sitting there homeless, so you give them 20 bucks, so you're doing it because you don't want to be in pain overseeing that person. That's like the highest level but that's also selfish, right? It's not so selfish, but it's, it's really selfish also. That's what, that's what Chazal mean when they say that the Avdin, the everything they do, they do for themselves. They do in order for own self-gratification, either to make themselves feel good, to have the recognition, to have the gratitude that they're getting from the person, to have their name, the brand name recognition. People know who they are. They're a big giver. They do a lot for people. But either way, that's really for their own good. Masha Enkin, Klal Yisrael has even our Nefesh Bahami. Even, the, even the, the goof, the, the animalistic part of us, the part of us that's totally based on nature, it's also not like a guy. It's also more Jewish than a, more Jewish than a guy. And even our nefesh of Bahami comes from klipas naiga. And that's why it has the ability to either be uplifted or be pulled down based on what we do with it. But it's a great area. It's not intrinsically black or white. And that's why we think, oh, our goof is black and our neshama is white. It's not true. Our neshama is white and our goof is gray. Our goof has the ability to be uplifted to the area of white. Or if we don't do... Proper, uh, proper actions, then it gets pushed down. But it's not, Ruguf is not intrinsically one or the other. It's like you said, Eitzadas Toivara. It's a mix of Toiv and Ra. It's just a question of how much we are involved in the process of being Mevarer, the good from the bad. So that's the process of, you know, Boirer, the good from the bad. The more we do that, the more we're able to uplift our Guf, or Nefesh Bahami, the natural instincts that we have, and able to uplift them to things which are holy. And that's why, like, you know, we spoke about this many times before. The, the Avoida is not to try to wipe out our guf, right? And I'll talk about this a lot as we go through the Sefer. That the Avoidah is really to be able to channel and to utilize our Nefesh Bahami in a way in which it's serving the Rabbani Shem also. Right? That's the ultimate, is to serve the Rabbani Shem with your Yetzirah and your Yetzirah Taif. How do you serve Hashem with your Yetzirah? Because if you understand what your Nefesh Bahami is, your Nefesh Bahami is not bad or good. It's great. And if you do the right things with all those natural feelings that you have inside of you, so then you're serving the Rabbani Shem with, with your Nefesh Bahami and your Nefesh kiss, And that's going to be the ultimate place to get to. And that's really what he ended off Perak Alev with. And then he began Perak Beis, Vahanefesh Hashem is Yisrael, Hichelik Elikai Mimal Mamesh. The second thing, the second marrow that he has, aside from the fact that his Nefesh of Bahami is different than the Nefesh of Bahami of a guy, which is again very important for us to know that our bodies are not the same as a guy. Our bodies are not the same. We may look the same. We may look like we have the same tivus, but it's not. We don't have the same, even the natural instincts that we have to sleep, to eat. None of that's the same. None of that's the same. And then on top of that, besides for the fact that our nefesh Bahami is different, nefesh Hashem is Yisrael, Yichelek Elikai Mimal Mamish. is a Yichelek Elikai from the Rabbani Mamish. Kamesh HaKasav. What does that mean? How is it possible that a person has a Yichelek Elikai Mimal? What does it mean that you have a piece of godliness inside of you? 
Right? You just say, get lechai tari, have a piece of, how, how are you godly? In what way are you godly? Right, the big difference, the, the, the main difference between the way the Rabbanishim created the Neshama and the way the Rabbanishim created everything else in the world is that everything is created with Asar Mamaris, right? We just had this in the Gemara in Megillah in the uh, Fiyami a few days ago, that the Rabbanishim created everything with Asar Mamaris, it was yesterday's Gemara even, Asar Mamaris, Frekti Gemara, there's only nine Vayaymer, Sektamar Bereshis Nami Maimerhu, everything was created with a Maimer. Shem said, Bereshis Barlikim, Asa Shemaim Vesaretz, right? Bar Shem Shemaim Nasu, Shemaim was created with the Dibur. How did Rabbanishim create Ar? By He Ar. How did Rabbanishim create animals? He said, all the animals should, should, uh, should come into being. How did Rabbanishim create create grass, he said, you know, they, the, 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 the mimer of grass, everything was created with the mimer, with the Rabbanishim speaking, but the Hashem, the Mamele Shemaim Nasu, everything was created through the Dibur of Hashem. The Neshama of Yid was not created through Dibur, it was not created through speech, although the Rabbanishim said when he created man, he said, Nasa Adam, B'Tzalmenu Kid Meseinu, that wasn't talking about the Nefesh, a kiss of a person, that was talking about the Nefesh of Bahami. The Nefesh of Bahami was created with speech, the same way and animals were created with speech and the same way everything else was created with speech. However, the second chilek of a person, the nefesh hashen is Yisrael, was not created with speech, it was created through the yipach ba'apov nishmaschayim. The Meshach blew inside of Adam Arishan, and ultimately that neshama only went down to Klal Yisrael. He blew inside of Adam Arishan nishmaschayim, right? It doesn't just mean the ability to live that could have taken place without this. This means the nefesh, the neshama, the soul, the chilek elikami mal inside of Adam Rishon came from the yipach ba'apov nishmas chayim. Does he have No, he has a nefesh of a hami, not a nefesh of a kiss. He has a heart, of course he has. He has a nefesh, he has a nefesh of a hami, which means does a giraffe have a neshama? I don't know why I keep you, whenever I talk about animals, I do giraffes, giraffes and elephant, I'm not sure why. He has a neshama, does a giraffe have a neshama? No, he has a heart. He has a nefesh of a hami, which means he, he has a spiritual, he has something which is, which is keeping him alive, right? It's the heart that beats. I mean, yeah, but but what's putting what's allowing that heart to beat? The Rabbanim, you know, willing it into existence. Meaning, you get you get a heart attack, and then once it breaks down, you die. Right, right. But it's more it's more than just the heart. It's 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 the it's the battery inside that even makes the heart work. Which means even even you know, Khalilu, when a person dies, you still have a heart. Right? What changed? Your heart's there. Your eyes are there. Your nose is there. Everything. So what happened? So the nefesh of the, right, the nef- Exactly. The soul inside of them, which is not the soul the way we talk about initially, that stopped working. That left the person and that stops working. But yet it's two things. But yet there's a nefesh of Ahami, which is the reason why you want to take a drink when you're thirsty. It's the reason why you want to, uh, you want to run after your taivas. It's the reason why you want to do something good for somebody else. Anything that you do that's natural to you, that comes to Nefesh of Bahami. We get the bonus. Plus, exactly. Plus, on top of that, we have a Chelek Elekaimimal. And that Chelek Elekaimimal wasn't created through Dibur, it's created specifically by the Russian blowing it into you, blowing it into other Someone that's Megayer gets it when he's a Megayer? Yeah. Well, he, he had, he, to an extent, he had it before. So you can manually install it? Yeah, it's a, which is a big, big Chiddush. It's a massive Chiddush, right? That a guy, that a Ger can, that a Ger has the ability to get something which we're born with. Right? It's a big Chiddush that he could even get that. But the Sfarms say that really he had it the whole time. Right? To, to an extent. Which means he, he wasn't just Stam coming you know, out of nowhere that he wants to become Megayar. There was something inside of him. There was some aspect of the Chilak HaLekamimal already. He was by Arsina. The Sfarms say there was something there already that caused him even to get there. But then okay. Then his, yeah. At, at some extent, you know, Gershon is Gairis. Kekat and Shanelah Dami. And he, uh, you know, he gets that Chilak HaLekamimal. Right, even the, all the Sfarim said, the Lashon of the Gemara is very, what's the Lashon of the Gemara? Gershon is Geyer, Kekat and Shanel Adami. I want to say Geishon is Geyer, Kekat and Shanel Adami. 
Gershon is guy. He's not a Ger that wasn't his guy. He was a guy then his guy. Well, there was something already even before. He's already a Ger. When he was born, he was already a Ger. He didn't actualize the Geris until he came to do Mila and Tvila, but he was already, he's a Gersh and his guy, he's a Ger that was already the Matsyas of a Ger, who then came along and was this guy. But that's a, but that, but that's, that's, that's a Bechidosh that that even takes place. But that's the second Chilak, the second Maila that every Yid has, is called the Chilak Elikai Mal, which we got not through Dibur, we got through Atanafach Tabi, the Meshim blew it into Adam Rishin, like we said last time, every single one of us, every single moment of our day, we also have it, that's what we say, Elikai Neshamash and Asat Tabi, you blew it into me. The same way the Rosh did it to Adam Rishon at the beginning of creation. Rosh does it to every single one of us. He blows our neshama into us. What's the difference between blowing and speaking? Right, what's the difference between the Rosh breathing it into us or the Rosh speaking? Speaking is creating it. Right, right, right. Blow, exactly. Which means speaking is the way that I express myself to, to an outside, right? The whole idea of speech is, but that's my big tim-tim. Right? All this for him say, what, what, what is speech, right? If, if I have a machshava, yeah, if I, if I have a thought, I have a feeling about something, let's say I'm afraid, right? And I tell you I'm afraid of mice, right? Uh, it, it, am I expressing properly how afraid I am of mice? I can't, right? I can't really express it, right? And even that, that's like a very, very silly emotion, right? I'm afraid of mice. Let's say I want to tell my daughter I love my daughter, right? So I say the words, I love you, Miriam, right? <laughs> that's such a, that, that like... But love is something you can't express. Right, exactly. I can't express it. So what do I do? I try to say words. I try to write letters. I try to give presents. I try to, try to give a hug. All of that is like, a, it's a main of, of what's really going on inside of my machshava, inside of my emotions. So words are a way that I try to express something to somebody. I'm taking something from deep inside of me, a machshava, a hergish that I have, and I'm trying to express it to you. Could be I'm telling you, I'm hungry now. That's something very... You know, but I'm trying to express something to you, right? I would never say, again, like we said last time, if I was on an island by myself and I was hungry, I would never say, Binyamin, uh, I'm very hungry now, right? I, I'm only telling you I'm hungry because I want to get a piece of information from me to you. I'm trying to transfer information to you and it's only necessary because there's you around. If you weren't around, if nobody was around, I can keep that information to myself, which means speech is only a necessary a necessary uh, idea when there's somebody else that I'm trying to express something to. So it's a way of me communicating with somebody else. Breathing is not like that. I don't breathe because somebody else is around. I don't breathe because I want to express something. Breathing is the essence of my life. If Khalil I stop to breathe, I stop to live. Right? That's my essence. If I blow, if I breathe, when the Rebbe breathed life into other Marishan, it wasn't that the Rebbe said, okay, I'm expressing something external from me and I'm creating something. No, no, the essence of the Rabbanu Shem created the, ne- the Nefesh Hashem, this Yisrael, which is called the Nefesh, nef- the nefesh Alakis, the godly soul. It's the essence of the Rabbanu Shem creating that second Chela, which is called the Chela Kalekan Right? And the Mela Atana Fachtabi, that's what he says from the Zohar, Mad Nafach, the one that blows is blowing from inside of him. Like we said last time, where did, the breath comes from in here. It doesn't come from up here. Speech comes from up here. Speech is very chitzenius. It's external. Breathing comes all the way down here. All the way down there. Go. Especially when you want to blow something. You want to, you want to give out. You want to exhale. The exhale takes a lot of, it takes from inside. It comes from the, comes from the pneumius of a person. So kaviyachal. When the Rosh created Adam Rishon, he created two parts of him. He said, Nasa Adam That created the form of Adam Rishon with the ability to live. He had the batteries inside of him, he could have lived, right? The same way every guy lives, the same way every animal lives, the same way this table is able to exist, the same way anything else exists. 
Adam Rishon lived. It was more complex. It was more deep. It had more details to it, probably than this table and then animals. But at the end of the day, it was a human being, which is batteries inside. Then the Rabbanishim said, "No." Now Now the Rabbanishim says, "Ve'yipach ba'apam nishmas chayim." Now the Rabbanishim blew into Adam Rishon a chelik alekayim mal mamash, and that's the essence of who we are. That, that that's the realest part of us, right? Man de nafach mitayfen nafach comes from the Rabbanishim himself. Right? When we say Nishmas Yisrael is Olu B'machshava, what does that mean? Again, if I want to express something, a feeling, an emotion that I have, so I use speech to be able to express what I'm feeling. But imagine you can get into my brain itself. Right? So that, that, then you're getting to the essence of, of who I am, right? As close as you could. Right, we'll see, by the Chachma, the Rabbanishim, it's even deeper than that. But if you were able to get into my emotions and be able to feel the emotions that I'm feeling without me needing to express them to you, so that would be the greatest, the greatest, uh, the greatest closeness you can ever get to, to understanding what I am, right? Understanding who I am. You got into my brain, into my emotions, and you understand me without me needing to express myself in a very symptomatic way by saying certain words, by saying, I love you, I'm upset at you, I hate you, you insulted me. Those are all symptoms. Those are me expressing my feelings. By the Rabbanisham, Yisrael, Olu B'Machshava means that we went all the way up, we come straight from the Machshava, not from the place where Machshava goes to Dibur and then comes out. Kal Yisrael comes from all the way up here, all the way to Machshava, the Rabbanisham, and the Mela, where the essence, where the essence, Kaviyachal of the Rabbanisham. I, we're not one with our Chachma. Right, I, we and our thoughts are not one. Right, if I acquire a new piece of information, right, I learn a certain safer and I get a new piece of information, something I never knew before. That's not me, right? That, that, that's a piece of information that's very important. That, that may be something which is deeper than, uh, you know, what I ate for lunch last night or yesterday, but it's not the essence of who I am, right? My thoughts are not me, right? My thoughts are closer to me than my actions, but closer to, my, to, my, to the essence, to my soul, to my neshama, Right, again, we, uh, we, we mentioned this earlier, that there's three levushim that every neshama has. Right, we'll see both the nefesh of and the nefesh of the What's the three levushim? Machshava Dibur Maisa, yeah, Machshava Dibur Maisa, my three levushim. Machshava the things I think, Dibur is that what I, that which I speak, and Maisa is the actions. The one that's closest to my neshama is my Machshava. A little bit further is Dibur, because that's, I'm trying to take my machshava and express it. And even deeper than that, I'm sorry, even further away from that is Misa. That's action. But the deepest part of me are my thoughts. But I'm not my thoughts. Right? I, I am not my thoughts. Vaharai, I can get rid of my thoughts. Right? If I lose a memory, I don't lose myself. I don't lose life. Right? They're thoughts. There's things that are part of me and then uh, they slip out of my unconsciousness. The Rabbanisham doesn't work that way. The Rabbanisham is one with his chachma. The Rabbanisham is one with his chachma. What does that mean? I have no clue, right? I don't know what that means, right? It's something that, I, that I, we can't fathom, right? As human beings, we don't, we don't have the ability to understand what it means that the Rabbanu Shem is one with his Chachma. What we need is thoughts and our actions to actually, actually execute things. God doesn't need that. Yeah, but again, but it's so possible that his thoughts... What does it mean that he is one with his Chachma? His thought and his actions. Uh, fine, but that just, means that, that just means that there's no process from thought to, from thought to action. What does it mean that he is his thoughts? He is his chachma. Him and his chachma are one. I have no clue. I don't know what that means. It's something that we can't, we can't grasp. As human beings, we, have no, we don't have the ability to be able to, to understand what that means. But whatever that means, he is one with his chachma. 
And Mamela, when we say that Klal Yisrael comes from the Chachma, the Rabbanu Shalom, we mean that it's the deepest, deepest part of the Rabbanu Shalom, so deep that it's his essence. Right? So when we'll talk about the Masha, which we give, which Valtani gives, of a, a child coming from the Mayach of the Father, from the brain of the Father, that's a mashal, but it's not a perfect mashal, it's only a mashal. Why? Because when a child comes from the brain of his father, where's that coming from? It's not the essence of the father. Right? Because the brain, the, the machshava is not one with the father. Machshava is part of the father. It's a chedok of the father. It's the deepest part of the father, but it's not the father himself. You can't point to the father's brain and say, that is you. That is the essence of who you are. The thoughts that you had when you created that child is the essence of you. Not the essence of you. That's what you were thinking when you created the child. The, the child comes from a very, very deep place in the father, but it's not the father, right? It's a subconscious of the father. It's a deep machshava of the father. It's not the father himself. Right? When we say that we came from the chachma of Hashem, that means that we come from the essence of the Rabbanu That's what it means. We're in a way that's deeper and we have the capability to even understand. Right? Right? We are the Bechar, right? And Bechar is even deeper than a regular child. That's the first thought of the father. We are children to the Rabbanish. Pirish, what does that mean? In what, what way are we like children? Just like a child comes from the brain, the Mayach of the father. We also come from the machshava of the Rabbani Shalom. What does it mean that a child comes from the f- brain of the father? What does it mean that a child comes from the brain of the father? Oh, right. So, so on a very simple level, right, the, 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 the semen is created through the mind. And that's where it comes from. Chazal say that and science says that as well. That is really the source, the source of any of the zeras really, really rooted in the brain. Like we, we told this before, right? Even on a very simple level, Chazal say, "Ain kishe el right? A person can only have an erection only when they have when they have machshava, when they're thinking, right? And they're when they're aroused, right? So which means that it's coming from a place, not just of physical, right? You can do something physically without thinking about it, right? The the, the pasha, the mice of creating a child can't be done without any das. Has to have some sort of some sort of machshava that goes into it. Hopefully, good machshava. That's what he talks about later in this parak. But it, it comes with machshava. It comes with thought, and therefore the child is coming from the brain of the father, which from there goes the tip of zera all the way down into the woman, and then the, then the child is created through the process of the incubation that, that that zera sits in the mother for nine months, and then out of there comes the child. Right. One of the biggest one of the biggest proofs that there's a god in the world is is the creation of children because it makes. Makes no sense. It could blow a person's mind. Yeah, when you just think about it. Right? The creation of a child from a tipa of zera, right? Mishnah Perkei says, where do you come from? Tipa srucha, right? Come from something that, that, that that's it's literally tipa srucha. It's a drop of something that, that's totally spoiled, right? Every one of us is created from something like that. It doesn't, 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 you can't wrap your brain around it, right? In fact, you even have a brain to wrap around it. It doesn't make sense, right? <laughs> it's like, how do you get a brain? Like, where's that, where's that come from? It's the biggest, it's the biggest, uh, the biggest pelling in the whole creation is that it's even possible to happen. But every child comes from the Chachma of the Father, right? So we also come from the Chachma of the Rabbani Shalom, except that by the Rabbani Shalom, the Chachmasa Yisbarach, the Iyu Chachma Valeva Chachma Yada, Elohu V'Chachmasa Echad, Kamesh Kasev Rambam, like the Rambam writes this, Beferish, Iyu, Iyu, 
Chacham Bolei Bechachma Yediyah. The Rabbi Hashem is one with his Chachma. Shua Mada for Yediyah. The Rambam writes, he is the knowledge and he is the one that knows the knowledge. Now, how do you be the knowledge and the one that knows the knowledge at the same time? It's something that we don't have the ability to be able to understand properly. Right? We land this every every after on a fast day. Your machshavas are not like my machshavas. It doesn't just mean that we don't think the same way as Hashem. It also means that the machshava of Hashem is one with Him. Our machshavas are external, outside part. Parts of us, right? He just writes in Agav, right? There is a there is this a, a bit of a discussion about this in the Mekubalim. Right, there's the Ramak and the Ari. So again, some sort of, without getting into the whole uh, Kabbalistic Mechleikas about it, whether it's coming from Chabad of Atzilus or even higher than that, but either way, he says everybody is Moida and it's just a question of semantics of exactly how you define it. But everybody agrees that you have a the Rebbe is one with his Chachma, and when we talk about Chabad Atzilus, which, right, that's the highest, the highest of the worlds, right? There's four worlds, that's the highest of the worlds and the highest part of the worlds, right? Every world has ten spheres, right? Begin with Chachma Bin Adas, right? Going all the way down to Malchus, ten spheres beginning with Chabad, and there's four worlds, so Chabad Atzilus is the highest of the highest worlds, right? Atzilus is the highest of the four worlds, Atzilus Bria Yitzira Asiya, right? It's the four worlds, the highest of the world is Atzilus, the highest part of that world is Chabad, Right, so even though it seems like they're saying that the the, the chachma of the Rabbanu Shem is in Chabad Atzilus, says Naga really, without getting into it, they really admit, they really agree that really it's it's even higher than that. Okay, that's not really. He's just proving that on the side for those that uh, know the Machlekes Ramak and the Maral and those that know uh, know about the, these Kabbalistic uh, concepts. But what, what is important for us to know, and what is negated to us, is that every single chelik and every single one of us, comes from that source which is called. Chachma of the Rabbanu Shalom, and that's what it means when we say Bini Bacheru Yisrael. We don't just mean that it's like a mushal that we're like a child to the father. Faker, a child to his father is a mushal to what the Rabbanu Shalom is to every single one of us. It's much deeper than that, and it's much more real than that, and it's much more direct connection to the Rabbanu Shalom than any father has to any child. However, the obvious question that he asks is, as well, what's the obvious question, Nissan? Of course, you know, we did this before. Yet, if every, if every, if every neshama comes in the same place, if every neshama comes in the same place, oh, why, how do you have different level neshamas, right? How is it possible you have neshamas that are on different levels? So maybe you'll tell me who said, maybe, maybe all neshamas are created equal, right? Maybe all neshamas are created equal. Mechatei said there's even such a thing called different level neshamas, right? But the reality is not like that. The reality is maybe it's not politically correct, but there are no neshamas are created equal. Right, every nisham is created with its own unique mission, with its own yeah, unique. With its own in the dargah. Every three years Get your. Nah, even in the original Gilgal, what's the original? Which means Moshe Rabbeinu and that Dardaya was was the original. Let's say six hundred thousand nishamas, right? At one point, there's a source of 600,000 Hashamas, and then they just, as we get split up, we get split up into many pieces. In that generation, not everybody was created equal. Karech wasn't like Moshe, Aaron wasn't like Moshe, Yisra wasn't like Moshe, uh, Levi wasn't like, like uh, Ruvain, Yisachar wasn't like Zvon. Everybody was created different. So everybody was created differently. Moshe Rabbeinu was clearly not created equal to the rest of Kala Yisrael. 
Fakarif, as I'll say that Moshe Rabbeinu Shavat to the whole Klai Yisrael. Right, it says Moshe Rabbeinu, Rashi, Rashi says it's in Chumash, Moshe Rabbeinu was on the level of all of Klai Yisrael, which means that Moshe Rabbeinu was infinitely greater than all of Klai Yisrael. Yeah, oh, so very good. So, so I would say, right, no, Moshe Rabbeinu, everyone was created equal, and Moshe Rabbeinu worked harder on himself and everybody else. What does the Pasuk say what happened when Moshe Rabbeinu was born? Yeah, it's a light. <laughs> the whole lot, the whole house filled up a light. There's nothing, he didn't work on himself at all. Right, he was born, he was born holy. Right? Now, again, Moshe Rabbeinu could have also chosen not to tap into the, 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 the Kedusha that he had inside of him. He could have not worked in it and he could have totally failed at his, uh, his mission of life. Right? The Moshe gave him an option. The Moshe said, do you, know, do you want to be the leader? And he could have said no, which he did originally at the beginning. And he could have continued to refuse after a week. And uh, he would have failed as his mission. And that R that he was created with would have gone to waste. Right? But he was still created at a different level than Arna Kain. Because Arna Kain was born from the same parents. Arna Kain was born from the same parents. And he wasn't born in the house filled with R. We're, be- we're better by Moshe than by Aaron? Oh, so it could be. So we'll talk about that. The father's machshavas, he talks about it at the end, of, at, uh, really a little bit later in the prayer. The father's machshavas only could create the levushim of the child, not the essence of the child itself. Okay. Right? He says you can have that a massive tzaddik can come from parents that are totally, totally amaratzim. Total rasham even. Right? How is it possible? The parents definitely didn't have holy machshavas during Tashmash. How do you have any big tzaddikim who came from, uh, how do you have Avram Avinu who came from Tarach, yeah? Very simple question. Avram Avinu's neshama came from Tarach. So you could say maybe Avram Avinu came down with a shvach and neshama and he worked him. No, Avram Avinu came down with a neshama that was destined to be Avam Angayim. He had to work on himself to get there. But Avram Avinu came down with a holy neshama. Now, Avram Avinu, how did Avram Avinu get a holy neshama if Tarach was his father? Tarach clearly was not a holy person. Like, Tarach's business Wait, he sold he sold Avodah wholesale. That's what he did. He managed a wholesale at a warehouse of Avodah Zarah. Uh, he was a Costco. He was the Costco of Avodah Zarah. Yeah. So Terach's the one who had who birthed Avram Avinu. So clearly, he wasn't born. He wasn't. He was nevertheless born holy. Right. So we'll see. He talks about that a little bit later in the parak that the, even the even the machshavas have during the child during during Tashmish can very much affect the levush of the child, but they won't affect the essence of the child. The essence of the child can still remain. At a higher level than uh, at a higher level than anybody else. So how do you have it that Moshe Rabbeinu was a higher neshama than Aaron Akayim? It's not fear, right? Not not that's not fear. It, it doesn't make sense. Forget about not being fear, right? Not, it doesn't seem to make sense. If you tell me everybody's made out of the same ingredients, so you can't have two people which have two different two different neshamas, yeah? Everybody's a chelik alikaimi mal. Everybody's an efesh of Bahamas. Everybody's chelik alikaimi mal comes from machshava the rabbanisham. So all you all yidden should be created equal because everyone comes made out of the same ingredients. You made out of the same flour and the same eggs and the same oil and the same sugar. So you're gonna make out the same batch of chocolate chip cookies, right? All the all circumstances are the same. So it's gonna be it's gonna be the same thing, right? Not only that, not only do you have a Moshe Rabbeinu and a Kairach, you also have uh, you know in our in, in, in that's in one generation. Right? And then you can also very clearly know that the Dardea, the generation that accepted this accepted Torah, is clearly on a higher level than our generation is, right? That's very simple. Right? We're called the Ikvasid the Mashikha. There is an aspect in which we're on a higher level than them. But on a very sim- on a very simple basic level, right, there's something called Yuridas Adaris, and they're there and we're here. Right? We're clearly not at the same level as they were on. Now maybe because if we do what we do. So we'll get it. We'll be on just on a much higher level because we're dealing with much more greater nishyanis. It's all true, but the, the aspect in terms of the essence of what our neshama is capable of is on a lower level. A person that we're not capable of receiving nevuah. It's reality. We can't receive nevuah. There's no nevuah anymore nowadays. You get rochkodesh stomachs. You can't get nevuah nowadays, right? So our neshama is on a lower level than the neshamas of the generations before us. How is that possible? We're all created from the chelik. We're all a chelik We all come from the same source. We all should be equal. 
Hashem has everything. So why can't you just put different type in person? Why not try? Meaning? Meaning, Hashem put this type of neshama in. What's what? That's his question. What does it mean to type in neshama? Is aren't they all just coming from from the Ain Saif? It's not just one thing, it's just one thing, or there's a lot of different components of the insight. So different people got different components of the insight. So it, we're, we're, that would all be true. Components can only come when you're not talking about the essence. Once you're talking about lower levels than then you're 100% right. Which means the Rabbi Hashem has, for example, different midas that the Rabbi Hashem interacts with the world. Right? This chachma, this chesed, and this gvura, and this tveras. And those are all midas in which the Rabbi Hashem interacts. That's not the essence of Hashem. Khalila, right? To say that the Rabbi Hashem is angry, can't say the Rabbi Hashem is angry. Uh, the Rabbi Hashem is not anything. Right? The, the midah in which the Ain Saif is now interacting with the world is a midah of gvura. The Rabbi Hashem doesn't get angry. Hashem doesn't get jealous, he doesn't get happy, he doesn't get sad, he doesn't get anything. He, he is infinite. So if we're, if we're saying that we come from a lower part of the Rabbanisham than the essence of Hashem, you're right. Then you could just say, listen, this person comes from the chesed of Hashem. This person comes from the amid of gvura. This person comes from, you know, Yisoyed and Ma'at. But those are, that's not the essence. We're saying that every yid is a chelik elikaimi ma'al mamash. Right? So we're all coming from the top. At the top, there is no, there is no split. Right, he, he, even to say even to say the words chelak alakamimal doesn't even is not even really uh, possible. Right, doesn't either really make sense. It can't be a chelak from something that's infinite. Right, but w- whatever that means. But th- but w- what we're talking about definitely is the ain't safe. We're not talking about the, we're not talking about midas of Hashem. We're not talking about lower levels. We're not talking about even he even writes that's with the Haggaz even that even chabada atzilos is not really where we come from. That's the highest of the highest. We come from even higher than that. Right. So if we're coming from the essence, so then. We, we, we can't be different levels. We all have to be the same exact thing. And the reality is, is that not all neshamas are created equal. So, so how is that even shaykh? Right? Even though you have millions and millions of levels of neshamas, every neshamas is created on a different level. Right? Right? Limitless. Right, for example, the levels of generations, the generation of the Dar of Moshe Rabbeinu compared to our generation. Clearly, clearly a massive, massive difference between our Neshamas and the Neshamas of Dar Day that were Makabal that saw the Rabbanu Shalom Bayer Sinai and heard it Neuche Avayi Clearly this big difference you see in our Neshamas and those Neshamas. Right? Shehein Bechinus Ekvayim Mamash. Our Dar is called Ikvas HaDemashicha. Because we are like the heels of, of Adam Rishon, right? If they're called the Dordea, they're from Kaviachal, the brain, they're from all the way to the top. We're from all the way to the bottom, from the, from the Ekev, from the heel of Adam Rishon, right? right? They're called the Dordea, they're the Dor of knowledge, which comes from the brain, and we're the Dor of the heel. Of the heel. We're all the way in the bottom. Ikvisa the Meshicha. So that's true when you talk about different generations, and it's also true in each generation itself. There are people which are called Reishe Alpha Yisrael. They're the heads. They're the people that are the, the people which are big people. The people that's neshamas are massive, are large, or have the ability to encompass and, and be mashpia on other neshamas. They're called Reishe Alpha Yisrael. They are the Reish and the Mayach, the head, the top, you know, the top of the generation. The Gabi Neshama is Hamoyin Vahamaratzim. The Gabi Neshama is the regular simple people. Bechein Nefashe is the Gabi Nefashas, and every Nefesh by another Nefesh. Kikol Nefesh Klula, the Nefesh Ruach Neshama. Right? Because every Nefesh is called from Nefesh Ruach Neshama, which we'll talk about that as we go through the Sefer, that every Neshama is made up of 
ten spheres. It's made up of three parts, and Nefesh, Ruach, and Neshama. It, it, it expresses itself in Machshava Dibar Maisa, but even in Afashas, there's different aspects of every Neshama, but every aspect can be higher and lower based on where you are, based on, uh, on what type of Neshama you come from, right? So therefore, therefore that, 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 that's a Shaila, right? So how is it Shaykh to have different levels of Neshama? Neshamas, right? So he says, "Ki kol nefesh kulam mikol makayim sherish kol nefesh ruach neshama kulam may reish kolam adregas at seif kol dargin hamalubish beguf ame ratzim bekal shabakalim from all the way on the top till all the way on the bottom, the lowest seif kol dargin." Right? The Svarim point out that he doesn't. He switches his lashon. Right? How does he start the sentence? Mikol hamadregas. Right? What is he? How does he end? Ad seif kol dargin. Right? What does seif kol dargin mean? Until the end of all Madragas, right? He doesn't even use Lashon HaKadosh, right? He begins the sentence by saying, Kol Madragas, at Seif Kol Dargan, he uses Aramaic, right? Which, which means when we're talking about Lashon HaKadosh, HaKadosh is the ultimate, Aramaic is the next level. So he, he, he's saying, which means not just Grosh Kol Dargan, you know, Seif Kol Dargan, he's saying Seif Kol Dargan, the bottom of the bottom of the bottom, the Kal Shabakalam, the lowest of the lowest person. Yeah, the biggest, the biggest Russia was a Yid. Doesn't make a difference, right? Nevertheless, comes from the top part. So every single yid, regardless of what his actions may look like, regardless of what he may be doing with his day, whether he's all the way Reish Kalamadragas or he's Saif Kaldargan, comes from that same place which is called the Mayach of the Av, comes from the same place which is called the top, the, the, the essence of the Chachma of the Rabbani Shalom. So how is that Shaykh? So he says, we have to go back to the Mashal, right? In order to understand what it means that every year comes from the Chachma of Hashem, we gave the Mashal of an Av to a Ben, that the same way that Ben is Nimshach from the Mayach of the Av, so too Kaviyachal, Klal Yisrael is Nimshach from the Mayach of the Rabbani Shalom, right? That's Beni Bechari Yisrael, we are the child Kaviyachal of Hashem. So to go back to that Mashal, we'll be able to understand in that Mashal, how the, the nimshal of the creation of the Rabbanu Shalom to Klal Yisrael, right? Kamashal Ben, Yeah, take a child who's created by the father, yeah? Now there's different aspects of the child, right? When the child's created. So again, the child begins with a tip of zera from the father, and then gets incubated inside of the mother for nine months, and then the child is created. Now there's different parts of the child. There's parts of the child that are fundamental to the child's existence, the parts of the child that are not so fundamental, right? For example, Khalil, a child loses a toe, child can go on living, nothing happens to the child, yeah? Child loses a finger, nothing happens, it's not so convenient, it's terrible, it's a big, uh, big tragedy, child can go on living. Now there's parts of the child that are essential to life, right? A child, Khalil, the lungs collapse, the child's heart stops beating, brain stops working, that's the essence of the child, that's, that's necessary, right? Now, nevertheless, even though we recognize that there's a totem pole of the child, right? There's a hierarchy in the child, that the brain of the child is more essential to the child than his toes are, than the toenails are. Nevertheless, we'll also admit and we'll also agree that both the toenail and the brain came from that same tipa zera, right? So again, the mashal and the nimshal match up beautifully, right? Here you have one tipa zera, which created both a brain and a toenail. So did they both come from the same ingredients? Yeah, they both came from the same ingredients, yeah? They both came from the tip of Zara. The ingredients inside of them was the same, right? All of that was all encompassed inside of the tip of Zara. Tip of Zara went into the mother, was incubated, and now came into a brain and, and toenails. So the essence, where they come from, is the same. What's the difference between them? 
They both come from the same ingredients. The difference between them is massive, right? The difference between a brain and a toenail is, is monstrous, right? You get an ingrown toenail, you continue living, right? To take out the whole toenail, you also continue living. Your life will not be affected at all. The brain, your brain is your essence. That's as close as you can get to, to yourself is your machshavas, right? It's a lavosh, but it's as close as you can get to your essence. So the difference between the brain and the toenail is like the difference between Moshe Rabbeinu and us, right? You, you want to compare us to Moshe Rabbeinu, that's like comparing our brain to our toenail. A toenail is nice, it's a part of us, it's living, it has life, it grows, it's important, it's painful if somebody steps on our toenail, but it's, at the end of the day, it's a toenail. And our brain is the essence, is, is a lot more essential to our life, it's the essence of our life. Now, Moshe Rabbeinu is the brain and we're the toenail. Now, nevertheless, even though the, the, the difference between the toenail and the brain is massive, they're both sourced in the same, in the same ingredients. So how is it, Shai? How do you have, do you have a brain and a toenail which come from the same, in the same ingredients? Right, so the, 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 they have different functions. But besides the different functions, they're not just different in terms of what they do. The brain and the toenail are not just you know, two limbs that are doing different things. They're, they're, the difference between them is that one of them is the source of life and one of them is totally, totally unimportant. Right, so not just what they do is different, their essence is different. Their makeup, uh, it's not, not important. It's not life support, exactly. It's not, it's not essential to life to have a toenail. It's part of life, but it's not essential to life. So the toenail and the brain come from the same ingredient. What's the, what's the answer? The answer is that somehow, in that, in that, in that tipa, that tipa create, had it in the brain and then it went down madriga to madriga to madriga to madriga, all the way until it created, all the way to the toenail, right? There was a process that was created during those nine months, which created from the top of the child all the way down to the bottom of the child. Now, all of that was created from the tipa, from the zera, from the father of the mayach of the child. However, there's a big difference between them. So the creation takes place because that same tipa can either come, that you can either get, the, cl- the closer you are to the source, the higher the creation will be. But the creation can also go from Adragas all the way down until it creates a toenail. Right, so for example, uh, I'm trying to think of a good, another good muscle to this besides for, besides for the muscle he's giving. If you have a... Uh, Uh, I don't have a good muscle to explain this. If you have, if you have a, uh, if you, if you have an artist, right, who's painting something, right? So if the artist, if the artist, not a good muscle. Let, let's go, let's go, let's go with this muscle because I can't, think, I can't think of another good example of this, right? So w- when you're talking about the brain of the child, the brain of the child is coming from the same ingredients, except it's that much closer up to the source of the ingredients than the toenail is. So they both come from the same place. The question just is, did it get expressed all the way at the top? Let, let, let's assume that the way the child is created is that it's created from the brain, and then the brain to the heart, to the lungs, all the way down to the toenail. Let's assume that it's from top down, right? That's not mamish the way it works. Let's assume it's from top down. So the brain comes there, and then there's a process which goes from the source, and then as it gets further and further away from the source, so the things that it's creating are less and less life, you know, life, uh, crucial to life as the things that were at the beginning. So they both come from the same source as it gets dragged down further and further away, which means from the father, it's already eight months away from the creation of when the tip of Zerah came out of the father. As it gets further and further away from the father, the things that it's creating are less fundamental than the things that created right away. Right away, as soon as the tip of Zerah was put into the mother, it created a brain. That was the first thing it created, the brain. And then slowly it creates a mouth and, and then it creates a heart and lungs. As it gets further and further down, down the path away from the source, 
So it's still made up of the same ingredients, but the things that it's expressing, the thing that it's creating, are much less essential and much less connected to the brain of the father than the brain is, than the brain of the child is. So therefore, even though it's creating two things which have totally different functions and totally different levels of importance, they're both sourced in the same place. It's like a company. Yeah. So you got a big company. The first people that start out, they become managers and they run separate divisions. Now, in the beginning, the people that are, let's say, running the separate divisions, they're very important, very integral part of the company. But as your employees grow, right? So you have, let's say, in, in, let's say, in the beginning of your accounting division, each person is very important. Then as you grow your accounting division, the, the accountant... A junior one accountant. Day, one day used to be like the most important thing to you. He's not as important because he's replaceable. But um, that's not our case with Hashem. Right. Because uh, he's, he's... Yeah, I, I like that. I like that much. I'll see you start to company, yeah. right? So the people all the way at the top are also created... Uh, not created, but they're also, uh, they're also in the hierarchy of the company, they're also essential to the company. The guy, the janitor in the company, works for the same boss as, as, the, as, the, as, the, as the CFO. He works for the same boss as the CFO. Now, but there's a difference in terms of his level of importance. So they're, they're not created, that's the difference between our mashal and rimshal, is that in, in an in a office, in a company, you're not creating anybody, but they're, in terms of their essential, in terms of that connection to the boss, they're both coming from the same source. They're both getting their paycheck from the same source. Their paycheck's coming from the same bank account. Now there's a difference between the guys getting paid all the way at the top and the guys all the way in the bottom. So in the creation of neshamas, the way it works is, is that there's the mayach kaviyachal v'arban shalom, and then there's that tipa which comes down. Now the ones that are created at the beginning, as close to the close to the source as possible, those are the highest neshamas. Those are Moshe Rabbeinu, those are other Mauritians, those are Avram Avinu, Yitzhak Yaakov, those are big, big neshamas. Then as the tipa goes down, further and further down, you know, eight, six months, seven months, eight months, nine months, the things that are created from that same ingredients, because it's not as close to the source, so those things are on a lower level than the things which were created, which means they're made out of the same ingredients, but they're coming from a lower source. For example, right? We, we said before that there's four worlds, right? There's Atsilos, Bria, Yitzira, Asiya, right? There's no, what does that mean? There are four, there are four, which means separations all the way from the top, all the way down to us. Each one contains within different things. He'll talk about it. Each one contains within different things. He'll talk about it more in Shayich Lemuna. Each one of it contains within different things. Now, what's important for us to know is that there are neshamas which are called the neshamas of Atzilas. Right? Big, big tzaddikim. Massive tzaddikim. Tzaddik Yisraelim. Their neshama comes from Atzilas. Other neshamas which come from Bria. Other neshamas come from Yitzira. Other neshamas come from Asiya. Now, all the neshamas are coming from the same source. The question is, right? Imagine that, imagine that, uh, that, that, that the Kaviyach of the Rambam is right on top of Atzilus, which is not as millions of miles, millions of Lamas on top of that. But imagine it's right on top of that, and then slowly, the, slowly there's something coming down, a creation coming down. The ones that pop out right away in Atzilus, they're much, much higher to the source. Even the word Atzilus means they're eight cell, they're, they're close to the Rambam they're much closer. So Atzilus, the ones that, the Neshamas that come out in Atzilus that are already born and already formed in Atzilus, are on a much higher level than the Neshamas that are come out into fruition only in Bria, Yitzira, and the ones that are in Sia even further. Now, they're coming from the same source. The question is, how close are you to the source? And based on how close you are, that's how high of a Neshama you have. So the source is the same. The question just is, how close are you to the source? And that's the difference of whether you're a brain or a toenail. So, and the same way the, the, the zera is the same zera, it just, it's either expressed in month number one or month number nine, right? It's either close to the mayach of the father or far from the mayach of the father, so to win the shamas. The shamas are either 
Atzilus or, or, or Asiya. But they're all made out of the same ingredient. The question just is where they were expressed, how close are they to the source of creation? Am I being clear? Yeah. But if it's all coming from Hashem, then how is it on... If Hashem's transferring it to the person on the same level, you know? No, it's, so it's coming from there, and the question is, does it, does it, does it come into creation in Atzilus, or does it continue just getting dragged in before it's created, before it turns into Neshama? Right, makes sense? Which means it's coming from here. It's that same tipa zera. Now, is it tipa zera? Is the brain? Is it the brain which is created right away? It's immediate. It's it's necessary for the fetus to survive. Is the brain, right? If you listen to the heartbeat of the child. You know, way before the child has toes, is the heartbeat of the child, right? That's essential to even the fetus to survive. It's it's close, as close to the misa of creation as possible. Or no, I don't know. Maybe uh, again, uh, I'm I'm you know not not working mamas for science now. Let's imagine that you know. Three days before the child's born, that's when the toenails come, come, come into existence. So that's very, very far away from the father. That's nine months away from the father's involvement in this baby. The father had nothing to do with the baby for nine months. Right? He created the baby nine months ago during, during his, with his machshab, with his chachma. Nine months ago, the, the, the fruit of this baby was created. And then where does it go to? How, how close is it? Right, if, you take, if you take a seed, yeah, and you plant an apple tree, right? So the first batch of apples that's, that's produced, that's very close to the original seed. Now what happens if you take one of those apples and take a seed out of them and plant another seed and another seed and another seed? As you continue planting more and more trees, they're, they're all coming from the same seed. The question is how close are you to the original seed and how far are you? The further away you get from the original seed, the lower the, lower the darga of the neshama is. And therefore you can have generations like that. And in one generation, you can also have neshamas which come from different, different places. They all come from the same source. The question just is, how, how close to the source do they come into creation? Right. No, but at the same, to- at the same token, yeah. you also have, since we're in this generation, that means all the neshamas already passed through. We're in, in a place of much higher level than the other neshamas to begin with. Because we already had all those neshamas. We had their education. We had the ability to kind of grow in their light, so to speak. And we had that kind of like shefa in this world. 100%. So therefore, our level, we could attain, so to speak, much higher level than that. 100%. But even though our neshama is still lower, though? Right. Yeah. Why? Well, it's like, it's like the, the mashal, the mashal... Our neshama is higher, is, is, is an higher level. So the mashal chazal give, this is a free song, but it's really a mashal chazal give. You're, 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 you're midget riding on giant shoulders, right? It's a mashal chazal give. So you're a midget, right? Your, your neshama is a midget neshama, but it's riding on the shoulders of giants, which means everything that the generations before us opened up, or Tzadik writes this in Laila, that every, every chacham, when, he, when he's mechadish something, opens up a new light. Mm-hmm. Now before the chacham was mechadish something, you couldn't figure it out. Once he opens it up, right, you could be mechadish Rabbi Kivega's kasha pretty easily. Ah, Rabbi Kivega was a genius. Yeah, once he opened up that Pesach, now you can be mechadish. So we, you're right, we, our neshamas are not higher, but we have tremendous, tremendous opportunity because we have, you know, close to 6,000 years of doors being opened for us already. So we have so much more opportunity for our little mini neshamas to, to, to accomplish so much more. But are you talking about the essence of... Right, but we're talking about the essence of what the neshama is. No, it's not on the same level as the neshama of the generation before us. It has opportunities that the generation before didn't have because of the, because of the doors that have been opened for us by our parents and grandparents and great-grandparents all the way back to the Mauritian, but the neshamas itself are on a lower level. Well, let's just use Mashal one side and then we'll stop. He says, Nimsha, he says, um, even the toenails, right? Never, the toenails, as, as 
lowly and as an in, and as insignificant as they may be to the child's existence, nevertheless, they also came from the same place, which is the zera, the zera of the father. From the fact that it sat and incubated inside of the mother's stomach for nine months. It went all the way from that zera, from the mayach of the father, down to the mother, to then create all the way months and months later to create those toenails. Nevertheless, Nevertheless, you can't, you can't argue with the fact that those toenails are only created because they're connected to the Bayach of the Father. Because if they wouldn't be, then it would be impossible. They, they weren't created on their own. They were created as an extension and as, a, and as a, uh, you know, an outcome of creation from the tipa of the Meichadav. So it came all the way from the air and came all the way down. And it created the toenails, but the toenails are also makusher. You know, we'll get into this next time, but even, the child, even in the child itself, right? Now the child becomes a separate entity. Yeah, the child's born, and the child now becomes an entity unto itself. The child's existence, although it's not totally in the father, right? the father can die and the child can still exist, but the child's whole existence is totally based on the father. And even in the child itself, the child has two parts to him. The child has a toenail stem and the brain of him. So the creation is two parts and then the existence of the child is also two parts. Now the toes, the, the, the toenail of the child is connected to his brain, right? If it wouldn't be connected to the brain, it would stop to exist, right? It would just die, right? So it is, it is, it is connected to the brain and the brain of the child is connected to the brain of the father because that's where it's created from. So, so everything's coming from that same source, which is the Mayach of the Av, which is the tip of Zera of the Av. Question just is, how close and how far are you to, this, to, the, to the beginning of creation and how far have you gotten from the tip of the Mayach? The toenails are very, very far away. The Mayach is very, very far up. The difference just is, we're, we're in the totem pole you are, but Avada, every single Neshama comes from the same place, which is called the Chelek of the Kaimimal, which is from the Chachma, the Baran Iu, the Chachma Say Echa, the Baran is one with his Chachma, Although it's something that we can't understand, but we come from the essence. That's what it means, Benibi Chari Yisrael. In the same way, in a child, there's different parts of creation. Gaviachon Neshamas also has different levels of Neshamas, but they all come from the same exact source, which is called the Chelek of the Kaimimal. Shikar.